0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Wild Connection. This week, we are celebrating National Farm Animal Day. And it's going to be a party. We are talking horses, pigs, cows, goats, and even sheep. Joining us for this celebration is the incredible Dr. Marty Edwards. You may recall from last week's episode, she promised us some stories from her time learning about farm animals. And she does not disappoint. It's a good time. Welcome to Wild Connection, the podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jennifer Verdelin, But you can call me Dr. Jen. I'm a scientist and author that studies animal behavior. I'm passionate about animals and I love helping people reconnect with nature to live better lives. This podcast is about you, other animals, and how we are connected in this wild and crazy thing called life. You can get the show notes and more on my website, jenniferverdelin.com, or on the podcast website, Wild Connection, the podcast, hosted by Podbean. If you like the show, please subscribe to it so you never miss an episode. Hey everybody, welcome back. I am so excited because we have back-to-back episodes with Dr. Marty Edwards. And if you remember from last week's episode, she promised us some stories about farm animals. And given that this week, it's National Farm Animal Day, we are celebrating our cows, pigs, chickens, sheep, and any other farm animals with stories from the field. Welcome back. Thank you. I'm so happy to to be back. Yes, I'm so happy to have you back. And, you know, when we wrapped up last time, you, you said that you really had some wonderful and fun experiences to share with farm animals. But can you give us some context? Because you right now take care of mostly small animals, domestic animals. So where did this farm animal experience come in?
1: My undergraduate pre-veterinary career, being a city girl, I'd never seen farm animals before. So I did a animal science major as my pre-vet and it was a good thing because I knew nothing about any farm animal whatsoever. And that includes horses, which almost don't count as farm animals. But um, I had very little experience. And so it was a good thing to get a, a priceless farm animal education. And so uh, that's where I got all, all of my stories. Uh, well, I have a few posts graduate stories, but mostly undergraduate and then vet school. Okay.
0: So, you know, I work at a university that has an animal science program, and I know there's lots of hands-on things, and you're right, to make sure I include horses and farm animals, so which I don't typically think of, and maybe other people don't think of that either. Yeah. So what, do you remember your sort of first encounter with a farm animal?
1: Yes, yes. I hadn't been at school at NC State for very long, and I transferred from the community college into NC State, so I was a uh, somewhere between a right around a junior, and um, the farm, the animal science club had lots of activities, and they had a simmental sale, which. Simmental is a a, um, breed of cattle, oh and they're sort of yellow. They're sort of the golden retriever, maybe. Although they don't, don't don't let me say golden retriever in color, um, not golden retriever in disposition. Okay, Um, a very clear distinction. Yeah. So they were sort of processing them, and I said something about the getting a hold of the harness and um I I was informed then that a harness is something that goes over the body across the back and the chest and what they have on is called a halter (laughs) it goes (laughs) on the head okay I was like okay check (laughs) and I went in in my Birkenstocks and my long flowy dress and so the very next day because I was a a little bit of a granola my very next day I went out and bought a pair of Wranglers and (laughs) a pair of uh Ropers which are the lace-up riding boots okay was really big when i was there in the early 90s at nc state okay so now
0: so i'm curious so so dressing appropriately for the job is one thing right um yeah. now but how did you discover or how do what is the temperament of these yellow um cows what is their name again
1: simmental simmental cows so simmental did you have a chance to experience this disposition Oh they were pretty rowdy and bucky. Yeah. They they okay. were they were wild. Yeah. Okay. And you know, probably because and then I learned you kind of learn later on that dairy cows are very docile because they get handled a lot. Okay. Beef cows don't. And so they're pretty wild.
0: Yeah, so that explains, so when I studied prairie dogs out in Flagstaff, a lot of ranchers run their cattle on these, like, state lands and government lands, mm-hmm. you know, they're just out there yeah. grazing or whatever they're doing, and, well, not only did one of the bulls try to mount my GeoMetro, <laughs> I, <laughs> I guess it looked like a little white cow. Just the right size. <laughs> I think so. I was like, no, not my car. Um, but they would they have this weird tendency, maybe, or, or sort of intimidating or creepy, I don't know the word to use, where they all would like be in a semicircle, chewing and staring at me. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I could and i I could never figure out like, are they are they curious? Are they aggravated? Are they plotting my death? Like what are the, is going on
1: in their in their mind? Um, probably curious okay because if they were threatened or plotting your death you would see some tilted down head you know okay horns at you maybe a little pawing okay um yeah okay and at least i was fortunate that the bull didn't think i was (laughs) multiple. hey what's she doing right well at least uh, yeah. yeah, at least the bull was you got me food. Yeah, it's it, going to bring me a girl. You know the the joke. Right. No, I don't the know the joke. And the, the oh, big bull, young bull. No. over the pasture, whole lot of uh female cows down there and the young bull says, I say we just run down there and tag us one of those. Mount us one of those. And the big old bull says, I say we just mosey on down there and mount them all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they're checking everything out. Not in any hurry, okay. unless there's a you know, unless you start trying to round them up or doing anything, and that's when they start getting a little spooky. Okay,
0: okay. Now, did you have any experience with dairy cows then that were more relaxed?
1: Yes, yes. And they are very large. Dairy cows are huge. And um, and they are, you pet them. Those were the ones that we practiced the palpation on and things like that at school where they were almost always dairy cows. Now, the dairy bull, which is even bigger, he okay. will hurt you. He is a, he is a dangerous guy and, and pretty much now they don't natural cover. They don't mate naturally. They almost always can just collect semen from the dairy bull and, and sell these little straw, what they call a straw that has semen in it. Um, you can, you can buy it on the internet. So it's like searching for a boyfriend on Tinder, swipe left, strike right. You can look up the genetics of the bull and and buy these by semen. And so they artificially inseminate almost all dairy cows now.
0: Okay. So now I have a question because I read in a book, I think it was Boink by yes. Mary Roach. Yes that discussed how the insemination procedure of pigs went and that pig, female pigs really need some coaxing and, and some attention and some encouragement. Yes. Yeah. Before they're willing to receive the gift of life. (laughs)
1: Yes. Yes. Um it's so as, as do all of them. Honestly, well, right. As do all of us, if we're really yes. honest. Yeah, yeah. As do the <laughs> the horse and the yeah, all of them. A little okay. bit of yeah. I, they the guy the my instructor said that they um, they think that it. How do I say this? Um, they think that it helps them take. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so, but nobody has talked about, do the male bulls need any coaxing to relinquish (laughs) Um, Um, (laughs) their prize, if you will?
1: Well, this was the part that I said, I'll tell you all about it. Okay. So, yes. So, are you ready? I am ready and I think we're yeah. all, re- ready, we're all and, ready and waiting well, for this. Um, the bulls, they um get them, they have to go into a chute where they a squeeze chute so they can't back away or run away from you because they are semi-feral, you know, they're they're not quite as tame and they use an electro ejaculator.
0: Okay. Could you explain what an electro, it sounds painful. It sounds like you're going to get an electric shot and stuff is going to come shooting out.
1: Yeah. Yep. It's a giant bullet (laughs) with handles on it that plugs into the wall. (laughs) Yeah. It goes into the rectum (gasps) and stimulates them so that they have an orgasm or they ejaculate so that works maybe we should delete orgasm and say ejaculate no i I mean we use that word in animals yeah because other animals
0: have orgasms in fact the pigs female pigs were encouraged and and that's why they
1: encourage them a little bit right even my big old farmer instructor said if you'll just like massage the And they would struggle with the clitoris word, you know, to sort of rub that a little bit and she'll be a little more receptive. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the electro ejaculator is a giant electric dildo and it stimulates them. And I've seen them actually, like their eyes roll back in their head. Sometimes they'll go down on their front feet. I've also seen it not work. Oh, so that's when my instructors would put on the giant palpation sleeve, you know, that goes all the way up the arm, and they massage their prostate.
0: Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So, so I'm just curious. You're a city girl, right? Yes. You you decide that you're going to pursue this career. You don't have a lot of experience with farm animals. You're in an animal science program now, Uh and you are taking this class and. Did it ever occur to you that you would be palpating the prostate of a, of a, of a,
1: of a bull? Nope. Nope. Did not actually after my <laughs> first semester <laughs> at, um, at NC state in the animal science department. And I went over to my, he's my ex-husband. So, <laughs> but his, very prominent, what's the right, how to, how to say this, um, etiquette, their etiquette was correct, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. So we had proper dinner, dress for dinner, things like that. Well, I had collected my first stallion, collected semen from my first stallion. So we're at Thanksgiving dinner and I'm talking about Collecting the stallion semen. That next morning, I was told that uh, maybe I should refrain from those types of discussions at the dinner table. I see. So, see, I yeah. would have been
0: fascinated, and now was, I, I want to know how how did it go? Your
1: first- it was terribly fascinating. Okay. So, tell me the story. First thing you do. First thing you do. So basically with the cow the the electro ja- ejaculator and they basically catch it in a cup kind of thing okay. you know so um the with a a horse you have a phantom mare which really looks a whole lot like the pummel horse that okay. um in a, a, without the handles okay it's sort of on an incline and the stallion um They put his halter on differently and his chain differently. And so he already knows what's about to happen. They lead him outside the barn in a different direction. So he's already getting an erection by the time he comes in for this to mount the phantom phantom mare. And um, she, who is collecting the semen, is carrying this thing that's about... Oh, I don't know. It really looks like the the um, I've seen pictures of them in Ukraine and they're these big giant launchers that are taking out the the tanks. What did they call those? Anyway, it's huge. It's about. Oh, I don't know. This big around. Okay, so so we're looking at
0: about two feet around, two feet in diameter
1: and it's about, oh, maybe three feet long. So there's that much semen. plastic and it's filled with water and it's got this rubber liner on it and the person carrying it is wearing the um, baseball batting helmet so I'm wearing a baseball batting helmet I'm carrying this big plastic thing that we filled up with warm water the stallion's getting all excited and I'm supposed to slip this over the penis while he's getting all excited while he's mounting this mayor so i had never in my life experienced anything like this and i was so excited to tell everybody
0: about it well yeah because like you're getting in between him and a. yeah and, like, so i'm imagining it's like a rubber doll that uh yes might yes. be excited yeah. by and or now robots i guess are like the new thing yeah. and yeah. like and then some covert helmet wearing person, person. Comes in with a missile yeah. silo-shaped thing and and puts
1: it in between. Yes. Yeah, but, and but of course, my professor helped guide it into the okay, the AV AV artificial AV. vagina. Artificial. Yes.
0: Okay, but so now I have a, an important question, which is okay. Like it seems to me, yes. I could be wrong, that a male stallion doesn't just. Put it in and immediately ejaculate. I'm yeah. guessing there's some movement. So, yeah. are you supposed Holding to hold it while a giant
1: horse mm-hmm. is thrusting into it? Yes. And, <laughs> oh, eyeballs about to pop out of your head, you know, heart just a pounding. Yours or That's his? <laughs> yeah, my, both. <laughs> both. <laughs> yes. So, so you can understand why I was so excited to talk about this during Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. I would
0: I you know I'm notorious for inappropriate dinner conversations. So this is why I was so thrilled that we could have this conversation in celebration of all the farm animals. Yeah. Because I feel like people don't get to see the side of of yeah. them so much. And yes. you know, or or think about some of these. Finer points, mm-hmm. so I wish I'd been at that dinner because that would have been fantastic
1: <laughs> yep <laughs> so was it all about sex here in your animal science program oh <laughs> well, breeding is the you know is the ant you know we don't have more farm animals if we are not good with our breeding you know right. so and we're a part of the whole animal science philosophy I would say is to make better production whether that's producing more offspring better quality or whether that with the, the dairy cows making more milk making uh now with pigs it used to be measuring back fat now we want to talk about lean meat so It's all about the production. Did you have a favorite
0: farm animal, like either species or, you know, like that you really liked?
1: Yes. I love goats.
0: Oh God. We got to talk about goats because we talked last episode about how me and vet school were like fainting goats. Right. So, so talk to me about goats. Why
1: goats? Oh, there's, there, um, sheep and goats are the two small ruminants and, they are nowhere near the same. Sheep are not real smart. They stick with their flock. When <laughs> the reason the wolf gets the sheep all the time is because they, instead of separating, they all run together in a, in a huddle. Okay. So, <laughs> and goats are very smart and they're funny. Really? And they, um, the, I, we call their uh, babies kids and they sound like kids. They really do sound like children crying when they, <laughs> you know, when they do their little cry, that's a, that's a little, and they're, they're so funny because they, um, they're climbers. And if you put out a, one bale of hay out in the field, you'll have every goat in the field trying to stand on that one bale of hay. When what's was that about haiti. what why stand on it like i don't know because nope. okay. they're climbers i guess <laughs> and when i was in haiti i learned that they also don't like rain and so most of the houses there are on a up on a a um concrete slab and it's raised up and then the house is built just a little bit in from the concrete slab. So there's a slab all the way around the house that is actually under the underhang of the house. And when it's raining, you'll see all these goats lined up underneath the eve of the house, all trying to get out of the rain. <laughs> they're just, they're just so funny. They're very, quite entertaining and there is isn't a fence in the world that can keep them in. No. And so. they're pretty insistent. Like I feel like, whatever they want they're pretty insistent about it yeah
0: yes yes you know not yes. not really aggressive but but sort of like they make their presence known yes and yeah. they're
1: they're just hearty animals as a general rule M- most of them there there is one that's not quite as hearty and that's the meat goat, the boar goat. The other ones are are not really raised for meat. They're more, although they're they're still a, a in a lot of cultures, they're still a meat animal. But I, for a while, uh, I think that we use them just for grazing purposes, and you know, I'm I'm not sure until the boar goat came along and they started selling meat. The big question: what was the goat for? They sell goat goats milk. Right. Now a lot of hobby farmers make goat milk soap, just all kinds of things. There's a right. lot to do with it, and they make great pets. They really do. They just make good pets.
0: Well, yeah. Well, and here's here's the thing. You know, goats milk. So now I want to get like, I want to talk about um, milking, right? Yes. Because, like, we've covered one end of yes. the...
1: Yes, the, the spectrum. The spectrum. Yeah.
0: And <laughs> I'm just sort of, like, curious about what it feels like to make milk come out <laughs> of... A cow or a goat. And we don't drink pig's milk. Like, I don't know why. Like, we take goat's milk, sheep's milk, cow milk, but not pig milk. Yeah. Like, I'm, I, I'm, I don't know. I, it just occurred to me, like, wait, why don't we, like, you know, I drink don't. pig milk? But maybe because it's th- not a ruminant? Uh-huh. Is that?
1: They're, their nipples are a whole lot smaller. I okay. think they're harder to milk. Ah, Okay so and the sow is not nearly as friendly or yeah. as tolerant of that <laughs> so it will hurt you <laughs> she will hurt you right i yeah. mean i
0: feel like pigs well we'll get to pigs in a second but, yeah we'll get but, to pigs. They're, so, they're a different they're a different <laughs> beast yeah, yeah they are. um so so cows i know i mean they make friends they have friends they have like preferred cows they want to hang out yes. with you know and and you can really mess up their day if you put them with the wrong females and uh, but and, and this is dairy cows I'm speaking of I don't know you know yeah. about other other cows although I'm sure they have friends too I never thought about goats as as good pets I, I know people have had llamas as as pets or alpacas I think it's alpacas yes. like yeah. like llamas like to vomit on you a little bit if yes. you annoy them everybody thinks it's spit but it's actually vomit so yeah I know yeah Mm. i love like like, telling people yeah yeah yeah. i love telling people they they actually like vomited on you just a teeny bit you know yeah but but and people drink like uh camel milk and like so have you ever like so did you get to like learn how to milk a cow and a a goat and a sheep cow (laughs) yeah cow okay Mm -hmm. what was that like like did you feel like you were like i don't know i feel like i would be like I don't know, like molesting her a little bit.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, I mean, the whole thing. You don't (laughs) let that creep into your mind. You're (laughs) just too busy trying to get something out of there. Is it hard? Is it hard? It's it's really not that hard. It's not actually at the fair um, at the state fair. The animal science department always has the milking booth. Oh. And so I worked the milking booth myself Okay, and taught children how to milk the cow. So it's really, it's different than anything else you've ever done.
0: Okay. I'm feeling like there needs to be a video associated at some point. I need to go uh-huh, to the fair and go to the milking. I need to milk a cow. I feel like yeah. I need to milk because I feel like there's a technique to it. And I'm wondering... Yeah. Do you think like the cows know, like somebody knows what they're doing and somebody yeah, oh, yeah. knows what they're doing? Absolutely.
1: Okay. Absolutely. They, like a, they absolutely know. Has there ever been like a female cow who's
0: like, oh my God, I can't take this anymore. Like you're just yanking yeah. my nipple. They, like, like kick the buck
1: o- bucket over. Really? Like that. Yeah. And they just get irritated with it.
0: Well, yeah. I, I imagine if you're yanking it wrong, it's yeah. kind of irritating. Yeah.
1: hmm
0: Yes. <laughs> so you've never milked a goat. I have not. Okay. Would you feel pretty confident about that? I'd give it a try. Oh, okay. So you said sheep are not that smart? No. Did you did you do any work with sheep in your program? Yes. And so what led you to conclude that sheep
1: just are, you know, challenged in that Observe- way? Uh, just general observation because they um Yeah, they're they're just don't you can see the goat like working you over, you know, just like the cat. He's worth assessing the situation. Sheep are they're cute. They're adorable. They're fun. They just run from you. That's the thing is they just all kind of run around in a circle all together, all in one little bunch. Right. And um, if they're they're uh, a whole lot harder to work with and and people who have I I could do this when I was in school. I haven't worked with sheep long in so long. I don't think I could do it. We call it sitting them up. So you get them into what I call the Buddha hold for kitties up on their butt and Uh that sort of incapacitates (laughs) them. So you can examine them pretty easily that way. Right. Because so many people are doing hobby farming now and they're not just eating grass. They're eating more hay. And of course, everybody wants to give them a better quality hay. So it's a little bit more alfalfa, a little less Timothy hay. Alfalfa has got a whole is a is a different it's a a richer let's just say that a richer um hay and um they feed them a lot more corn than they should the sheep and goats are getting urinary stones and they're getting them in the distal penis and so and yeah and so sheep have so the ram is quite unique okay the end of his penis has what I would call a whirly gig. There's this little small little straw that comes out of it that spins around and spreads the semen around in the uterus. Right. And that little whirly gig gets stones in it. So we removed those frequently. And a lot of times that would fix the problem. And, um, But then if they got blocked further up, it wasn't very good for them. And goats, I see, I saw blocked goats as well. They were a little bit easier to deal with. And and mostly it's because they're feeding them too well. Well, and I mean, this is the thing, right? So have you,
0: I know that your practice is, uh, is, is not really focused on farm animals, but do you, are you involved at all in any of this? Because like, you know, it seems to me like people like are killing animals with good intentions and, you you know, and, and so boutique farmers are like, like people who are just like, yeah, I'm going to like, you know, quit my job and start a farm and Mm -hmm. they get all these animals and they like, they don't necessarily have vets coming out regularly. They don't, they don't really like do their homework and do their research so, so what's the best way for them to be educated? Cause like, it sounds like pretty horrible.
1: Yeah. You know, not being able to pee is pretty horrible.
0: Yes. And, yeah. or having a block and and, yeah. and and not being able to pee is, is excruciating. And if anybody out there has had a kidney stone, <laughs> they know like it's probably either second only to giving birth. And, and so yeah. So do you do you, are there any educational programs for
1: folks like this who just like decide they're going to be farmers? Ag extension is a great thing. The Internet is a great thing. When I was in school, internet. <laughs> this is going to age me um, while I was in vet school, the World Wide <laughs> Web came out. <laughs> and so now people can look a whole lot of things up. Right. And so uh, hopefully that word has gotten out now that that they actually can forage in the field just fine and they don't need any fancy foods. So and I've been a little bit out of it, so I don't know if it's still a problem or not. Well, the Internet uh, came
0: out when I was uh, trying to go to grad school. So. Um, I remember the dial-up AOL, you know.
1: Oh, yeah. 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 And there were all these yeah. chat rooms, and I didn't understand what that was and how but, that worked. Uh, yeah. Our, but, and all of my friends who were on these chat rooms could type faster than I could read. So like right. right. chat room didn't work for me. Yeah. Well, my experience yeah. with sheep,
0: I have two, you know. Like, one is, like, I just, uh, you know, I came back from uh, Scotland during during lamb season, so and everybody would be like oh my god those lambs are so cute and it's like yeah but they're like dinner for easter and they're but they are like so cute they just run around and jump up in the air and they're like you know look like they're just so joyful and happy and it made me pretty sad actually but my other one was when i went to australia no it was new zealand new zealand they're big on sheep they got lots of sheep there Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Iceland has lots of sheep too, but they don't like really like fuss with their sheep. They're just like, yeah. they're just out there. Just and those, out there. Yeah. those sheep are like probably the hardiest sheep
1: um, I've ever seen in my life.
0: Yeah. And they have a genetic mutation where they get like a double set of horns. Like it's, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty low frequency, but it's only, I think, in I, it's not the only uh, population that has that mutation but it traces back pretty far because there's been no new sheep introduced into Iceland for a really long time. Right. So, 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 um, but, but back to New Zealand, there was, you know, I mean, I was vacationing and, you know, and there was, they have this sheep shearing thing and Mm -hmm. I actually sheared a sheep and, and you would think like these sheep have been sheared a lot and they're still pissed off about it. Everything. Oh, yeah. There's no like, oh, I've it's been like
1: through this before. Like, I'm just. Three people to hold here. them down. Yeah. Three people to hold them and down they're... and one brave person to cheer them.
0: Well, I cheered it. And I mean, it was complaining and crying out the whole time. I was like, I felt so bad, you know? And I, I thought to You're myself, making my winter coat off. <laughs> I know. And, you know, and then my only other sort of. You know, of course, the movie Babe, right? We're going to talk about pigs, but the movie Babe. Let me tell you, like, you know, maybe I'm dumb as a sheep, but I, you know, remember the code word "ba ram"? You. It took me (laughs) four times of watching that movie, and then three months after the last time to go. Wait, "ba ram" is a male. Yeah, is the female. That was so clever. Didn't even occur to me, you know, until the fourth time. And then months later, all That's of a sudden it. something hit me in the head and went, oh, bahram!" Ram, you.
1: Yes. That's the yes. sound in the male and the female. Um, <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah, I know. Kids movies are yes. too complicated. They
0: mm-hmm. are. Did you ever birth any animals in your program?
1: Yes. I pulled baby pigs. Oh. I've pulled a calf. Oh. Um, I think that's that's all.
0: Okay. So I want to talk about the calf first than the pigs because I remember from, you know, James Harriet's novels, right? Like Oh yeah. Pictures, great and small. Like you are shoulder deep yes. in a cow to get yes. that calf. Was, like yeah. you're pretty small. And yes. it seems like that's pretty far to go. Like, yes. Um, luckily, what, did, what did that feel like
1: to be like going in and well, a calf? It's a um, the this is a bad story because it wasn't great for the um for the cow. Oh, okay. Um, her she had been. The calf was stuck and had been for a couple of days, so it wasn't alive. Oh. So, um, and I was working in Williamston filling in. And so the man I was working for is about 6'4", 200-ish. I don't know. I'm not sure. (laughs) And I was wearing his coveralls and his boots when I went out to the barn. (laughs) I'm sorry.
0: I'm just picturing. I know the audience can't picture me, Doctor Marty, trying to
1: walk out to the farm. You know, and I'm gonna do like do. I'm gonna pull this calf, and so yeah, I I managed to get the calf out. It. it, uh, I I was proud of myself because I was all by myself. You know, without any instruction. Um, I did call a friend quickly and and say, okay. I headed out to the farm what do I do and so yeah and what what his problem was his head was turned around backwards so he was okay. kind of stuck mm. yeah it wasn't real pretty mm. so because cat cows really can um, they don't have dystocia problems normally and if they do it's it's that sort of thing okay. they they do a really good job of of taking care of that. Whereas back to sheep and goats, they have twins a lot. Okay. I just passed by, where was I? Hmm. I can't remember. It's passed by a, a field. I think I had been, we'd been in Asheville. I, I want to say, but I, I can't remember. Anyway, we passed by the field with the sheep and almost every one of them had twins, Right. I think okay. I saw triplets out there, too. Wow. So I, it's they're pretty amazing. And they I don't know that I've ever heard of them having dystocia before. Okay. But um, a, and the pigs.
0: Yeah. because um, They have a lot of them. And if yeah. you, say, you said the sow yeah. is pretty, pretty grumpy. So,
1: yeah. Th- and so have- the only time they have trouble is that they come out feet first. They all do. They come out feet underneath the chin nose first if a if a um pig is having trouble it's insideways. sideways so you just push it back in and pull it back out it's pretty easy they're little sausages so they come out very easily not really long legs that get right like right. a horse or or a calf you know where the legs get all tangled up or stuck behind because the the shoulders have to be it's like one leg for in front of the other, so the shoulders can be kind of sideways, so right. it'll all come out. Right. Yeah. So pigs don't have the, uh, those appendages that you have to worry about. They sort of spit those little sausages out pretty easily. <laughs> so really, with, with a pig, you just reach in and push it back in, and then everything right. comes in. And, come and
0: I assume mom knows she's in trouble and tolerates yeah. the Yeah, help. yeah. yeah. That's the the one time she'll let you help her. Right. And, you know, like the pig moms are pretty, pretty devoted, fiercely protective
1: moms. Yes.
0: And, um, and pigs are super smart. Like, so they use mirrors. They, they probably can count, I'm sure. And, and they, they use tools. Like there was the, the, I forget it's a wart pig. I forget the formal name, but like it, it it uses a, a, stick as a tool they modify the stick
1: Mm -hmm. um you know I I wouldn't be surprised if if just in um Pittsburgh not far from us they have some farms that have uh pigs that are free range Uh so they have their own little corral and then their own little hut where and and so they're not all free co-mingling because the sows will I believe will hurt each other Mm -hmm. over the pigs and so um those free range ones are, are probably fiercely protective but the ones that I've seen were in a you know in the production and um and they have very 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 little room
0: Right. And I mean, normally my impression of pigs is that they're uh-huh. pretty, pretty cuddly, yeah. pretty affectionate. They like, like being yeah. rubbed. They, you know, yeah. cows too, like dairy yes. cows
1: anyway, they yes. they like really, you know, you could scratch them. I mean, they just, you know. There's nothing cuter than a baby pig. Oh. oh yeah. And what I was going to say is those who are free range, I absolutely would not doubt that they use a stick or they use something in their little their little corral that, um, because they are smart. Yeah. Um, yeah. Their digestion is just like ours. Everybody knows, well, maybe everybody doesn't know, but everybody knows now their heart valves are very, very similar, exactly like ours, almost exactly like,
0: yes. Although I have heard I don't know if it's just an urban myth that when somebody gets a pig valve replacement, something like kind of changes with them psychologically, like for some folks. I don't and know they if they that's they start true. rooting. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Maybe they do. I don't know. But there's a change afoot. Um, So I know you've had a long day and a long week. And so I don't want to keep you. But just, you know, kind of do you have any final thoughts on, on what you appreciate so much about farm animals and what we can all try to appreciate a bit more about them?
1: Well, we've lost a lot of our small farms. Um, whether it was corn or cotton or tobacco or whatever it is and losing our farmers that are our farms that are raising the animals unless the world is ready to become vegetarian or vegan you know we need to um, support our farmers and remember that what they do to just. Support us, like you know, they're they're the baseline for everything that we do. So there's that. A little shout out to the farmer who I've been to many a farm, and they they don't live a very (laughs) luxurious life. They're all very happy with what 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 they do. And I, I did read all of James Harriet's books which gave me a good insight i felt like i was prepared because i read james harriet <laughs> yes for for all that might come my way which speaking of goats i remembered the best story was the goat that ate the red knickers which would would be a it wasn't just red knickers it that was a that was a union suit i do believe oh. that the story was about that he ate it off the line. Right. Um, <laughs> yes. That and they're hilarious. They will, a goat will eat every anything and everything. But I, I don't know. It's I wouldn't trade my animal science degree for anything in the world. It was great. No, I don't know that I want to work at, as a large animal vet because that's hard work, and I my arms are not long enough to actually do that palpation or honestly to pull calves. I was lucky that on that one calf that I pulled that it was easy. Uh, and I will say that my last experience with the with the farm animals was for the NC State's small ruminant farm. They have some great Pyrenees. And so actually I was neutering the Pyrenees. But because they live with the sheep, they have no idea that they're not sheep. So the funny thing is they would get them in the little holding pen for me to examine with a bunch of sheep. And they would remember me saying how the sheep just run around in a little herd. Yeah, The Great Pyrenees right in the middle of it, pretending to be a sheep, sitting (laughs) down with them going, I'm just a sheep sitting here you don't see a dog I'm a sheep (laughs) you're so cute just like E.T. in the middle of the the stuffed animals yes yes that's exactly what they were so when they came to our clinic in downtown Cary in the back of the (laughs) the horse trailer there were two Pyrenees and two sheep actually two Pyrenees and three sheep so each one of us got either a dog or a sheep, and to lead into the clinic, mm-hmm. which they left their little smart pellets all over my clinic. And all I did, I thought I was going to get to neuter a dog. I was busy cleaning up smart pellets. <laughs> right. All day. I've got <laughs> pictures. I should send them to you. Oh, please do. Love it. Yes. 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 So, okay. There's four of us, I I guess it was two sheep and two Great Pyrenees, four of us, one with two of us had sheep, two of us had a dog. Last thing I heard was, oh yeah, by the way, this is the first time I've had a collar on them. They're not really good on a leash. Guess whose dog pulled out of his leash and started running down Chapel Hill Road, which is Highway 54. Oh no. Oh no. Back oh, towards the, headed right straight back towards the small animal far, ruminant farm. Oh, my god! I don't know if he knew that's where he was going or was he just running. And he'd already had a sedative shot. So oh, gosh. He would get a little sleepy and start to get, and here we are, people stopping on the side of the road. They're going to help. I'm going, they don't know people. Don't just, shh don't right joke. somebody's gonna help you and just he needed a sheep and see them and start running yeah look like a sheep look act like a sheep oh so yeah I ran and I ran and I ran and finally the guy from the farm he was exhausted the guy from the farm just um and just superman jumped and landed right on top of him oh my and God. then we managed to get a cinch collar on him this time and actually he carried that dog I think I ran a mile and a half he carried oh. that dog all the way back to my clinic and you know he had to have weighed nearly 90 pounds my gosh my gosh yes, yes. so that was my yeah all my staff managed to get their sheep and their dogs into <laughs> the clinic and Dr. Marty' <laughs> dog ran away <laughs> And she chased him all the way down Highway 54. <laughs> well, fortunately, it had a
0: happy ending. It well, had a happy ending. Yeah, he maybe got not neutered. for the Pyrenees, right? Yeah, he got <laughs> neutered. <laughs> he got neutered. Well, I love that. I, I think that's a great place to end. Thank you so much for... For all of your time and your
1: stories and, and, and to celebrate national farm animal day, thank national you. farm animal day. We, we need our farm animals. And so, um, and, and next time we'll talk about chickens and turkeys. Okay. So maybe around,
0: thanks, maybe around that. Thanksgiving, right? We'll yeah, we'll have there we go. And we'll
1: talk Turkey. We'll talk Turkey. <laughs> thank you so much. You are so welcome. Thank you.
0: Wow, that was fun. Now, I do want to talk a little more seriously for a minute about farm animals, cows in particular. Cows are pretty intelligent, and they're very emotional creatures. As we talked about in the podcast, they have friends. They even have besties. And the not-so-besties. Research on dairy cows shows they have really dynamic social networks. Think Facebook for cows, or whatever the latest social media platform is. They don't tweet or post, but they do groom each other, meaning friends touch each other. With consent, of course. And some cows have even been potty trained. It's called the loo. Seriously, that's what it's called and it was developed by scientists to see if they could help manage the copious volumes of waste that cows produce, exceeded only by, well, humans. It took 10 days to train calves to use a latrine 77% of the time. It takes two to three years to potty train a human. Well, most humans, I'm just saying. Some never get potty trained. As I mentioned, cows are pretty emotional. And that's because they're sentient beings and have a concept and sense of self. You only have to watch the new documentary Cow by filmmaker Andrea Arnold to see the pain written all over Luma's face. That's the cow. When her calf is taken from her. That's the reality of life for dairy cows. We have known for decades that dairy cows and their calves experience severe distress when they're separated from each other as is always the case in conventional and industrial farming practices. Worse still is that young male calves are reared in complete isolation as veal, and horned cattle are subject to procedures to remove the horns that cause extreme pain. By the way, pain is also an emotion. So while we're supporting small farmers, let's make sure that we're also taking the right kind of care of all the animals so that their life can be fulfilled and humane too. Thanks for listening. And don't forget, you can check out the show notes on my website, jenniferverdillon.com or on Wild Connection, the podcast hosted by Podbean. And we really appreciate you listening. And if you are liking the show, please leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to the podcast so that other people can find it too. Till next week.